This is Cheryl Moore, and you are listening to the Simply Jesus Podcast. Today, we are going to um, switch gears a bit, and I thought we'd talk about quiet time. So I know there's kind of a stigma about quiet time, so I really wanted to talk to our listeners about why we have it and how. So I want to introduce my friend, Tara Seedman, to the audience. Hello, everybody. I'm happy to be here, by the way. Yes, I'm so glad you're here. I think this will be fun to kind of just talk about the importance of quiet time uh, with the Lord and then maybe just um, some practical tips. So I think practical is so important. I need practical. Yes. Every day. Um, So why don't we start with maybe the why? Why? um, I know people feel guilty when they don't have time with the Lord. Yes. But why do you feel is the kind of the core reason um, that we should have some time with God every day? Well, I know for me, a quiet time gives me the opportunity to just kind of connect with God. You know, kind of the way that I grew up, I grew up feeling like I've got to check this box. I've got to have my quiet time, you know, as and if you didn't have your quiet time, you weren't quite as good of a follower of Christ. And so when I wasn't able to have a quiet time or I couldn't find that rhythm, then I always kind of felt like a lower class person. But I was easy to kind of slip into that performance element of having a quiet time. And I think I was always in that place of trying to earn God's love. But then when I realized He loves me no matter what, like He sent His Son to die for me, then it it shifted something in my mind to where I could go, he actually already loves me. And it's my privilege and my pleasure to get mm-hmm. to spend time with him. Yeah. And so the why is because he's awesome and we love him. And so we want to hang out with him. It's just like when I hang out with my husband, I mean, like I want to. I have to. I can't not be with him. And it's my desire to be with him when he's on way on a trip or when he's working long hours. I miss him. And so I think the same is true for our relationship with God. It's like we've got to have that time with him because he's part of us. Right. And we're part of him. Yeah. I think the same thing happened with me where I felt like this is something I should do, and then I may or may not do it, and I may or may not feel guilty about Mm -hmm. doing it. But something kind of shifted in me um, when I realized that the Lord wants to meet with me. Yes, you know, And I realized I'm going to be happier today because I took just a few minutes and I kind of centered myself with the Lord. It's funny that you say centered yourself because I was literally thinking those same things. And I know those can sound really like new agey words, but it is, it's like, Going back to the basics, like who am I and who am I connected to? Yes. Yeah. I think that's what's so important, too, because we, you could have a day where it's super busy or you're really stressed out, right? You know, we have Mm -hmm. hard things. But if we can just sit for a minute with the Lord and we are reminded who He is and how big He is, and then we're reminded how much He loves us. Yep. And then, of course, he wants us to start our day with him to say, Cheryl, I I know what your schedule looks like, and I'm here for you. And why don't you get your peace from me? Because I know even the the things you don't know that are going to happen the rest of your day. You know, there's unexpected things happening. And if you'll just sit with me, then, um, you know, I can get you, I can help you find that peace. I can prepare you so that you're focused on the right things. Yeah. Um, And so I think that's, 
a big part of it. But then sometimes I think I'm kind of just desperate to be with him because I need him. Right. Because things are bad and things are, you know, we've got a big problem. And I wake up and I just think, okay, God, like I can't do this day without you. Right. So I need you just to come with me. Um, I need you to, you know, give me the peace or help me to feel the love or just mm-hmm. direct my steps because I know it's going to be a hard day. Yeah. You know, I think for me, one of the things that changed or helped shift is knowing I'm already loved, but also <clears throat> one of the big things was realizing that I can listen to him and I can hear him. I think before it felt like, something that I had to do or I should do to be a good Christian girl. And I would open up my Bible and I would get distracted really easily because it was a one-way conversation. It was not a relationship. But when I realized I'm actually meeting with a person, and um, I've heard it said before, I think it was um, Joy Dawson um, in her book, Forever Ruined for the Ordinary, she said, She's heard people talk about getting distracted when they're having, when they're praying or when they're trying to listen to God. And she said, if you were sitting across the table from the president of the United States, you're in the Oval Office and you're sitting across from, you know, the desk of the president and he's saying something to you, you're not going to get distracted. And she's like, we're talking to the creator of the universe. And that really put it in perspective for me because like he is, he's the creator of the universe and he wants to have a relationship with me. He wants to meet with me. I mean, I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm all in. And the fact that he comes in love and he has so much wisdom he wants to deposit into me, I'm like, wow, I, I'm here. I'm right. here for that. I'm, I'm all over it. So yes, it does make your day better. It makes your week better. It makes your life better. Right. I've also heard people that say, so as far as getting distracted, because I do think something I added to my quiet time was listening. Yes. So I, I did have maybe a devotional or I was reading scriptures or I was, you know, asking him for some help, but I started making some room for him to actually talk to me. Yes. And that, of course, is, you know, I mean, there's nothing better than hearing from the Lord. Mm-hmm. But I had heard somebody say that if you were distracted, that it could be that it's because you're carrying a lot of burdens. Yes. And so um, I did that. I was like, I have been so distracted. I can't hear. I can't, you know, my quiet time seemed kind of chaotic, I guess. So then I thought, okay, what am I, am I really carrying a burden? And as I just tried to settle my spirit for a minute, it immediately came to me and I knew what it was. And so then I was able just to say, God, I don't know what to do with this. This Mm -hmm. thing is so overwhelming me. And it's, I didn't realize how distracting it was. But as I laid it down and just said, I just need you to take it or do something with it because I am failing miserably at this. And I, and I did, I, I felt this peace come over me and I knew that he was wanting to step into that with me. Right. And so I think that's a reminder of this quiet time is not a list of to do's. Right. It really is what can I do today to um, connect with the Lord? Yes. And it could look different every day. Yeah. And I think for most people, it probably looks different in seasons, Mm -hmm. you know, where there's times where I'm really in the Word or I have a special devotional book I love, or I'm really needing to encounter the Lord. 
Um, but I think it's okay to just say that every day it could look different or a season. Absolutely. You know, that I'm waking up and I can tell I'm, I've got a lot of anxiety about this meeting mm-hmm. I have, and that's where I'm going to start, yeah. you know, or um, I am in a really good place. And today I just want to worship the Lord and praise Him for all the good things that happened. Yeah. So I think I want to free up our listeners, you know, to say that it can look different for everybody at different times. Yeah. And not that you don't need any structure, you right. know, because if it's too unstructured, you're just kind of sitting there. Um, but I do think that there's you could make a list of all the different ways to connect with God in the morning and then figure out what the best thing is, you know, for you in that time. Right. I wholeheartedly agree. I think for some people that structure is beneficial. Sure. And they feel more comfortable in having a structure and saying, okay. At every morning at 6 a.m. is when I'm going to get up and I'm going to have my time in the Word and I'm going to do A, B, C, and this is what my time is going to be. And they feel really comfortable in that rhythm and even in that order. And then some people are like, why? Why would I do it that way? That seems so boring. I'm going to, today on Monday, I'm going to worship. And, you know, tomorrow I'm going to read scripture. And on Wednesday, I'm going to read my devotional. And, you know, who knows what I'm going to do on Thursday, but I'm going to have fun with Jesus. You know, I mean, I think it's different for every person, but I think what we are talking about is making sure that we're getting time with him every day. You know, going back to just thinking about my relationship with my husband, Chris, if I, a lot of times I think we as followers of Christ can slip into a default of only being encountered by him on Sunday morning you know, when we're at church or when we're listening to that podcast or when we're watching a preacher on, you know, on TV or whatever. And and that is good. That is good. But it's like, I really think God just wants to speak directly to us, directly to us. And there's something different about when he is speaking to us versus someone's versus someone speaking hearing him yeah. for us exactly and when it's firsthand something is sh- something shifts in you it's like when you hear it firsthand it's created in you mm-hmm. um we just need to hear him firsthand. We need to have that time with him firsthand. It's like if I was only going on dates with Chris where there were lots of people around, it's it's not it's good. It's good for me to go on dates with other people around and you know be in a crowded room with my husband and have fun with other people and be there and you know get to hold his hand and be next to him while I'm with other people. But in our one-on-one time, that's where the intimacy happens. Exactly, and um, and so the one-on-one time with the Lord is is where you can really build that intimacy. Right. And um, you know, I want to go back to even just speaking to any of the listeners who maybe are like, "But I don't want to." You know, I know I should want. I know I should want to, but I don't want to. Like I've been so beaten down because I've tried so many times, and I just. Like I want to want to do that. I had I was I was there. I've been there. I had a friend that said to me one time, Tara, you know, it's God's will for you to to want him. 
So just pray mm-hmm. and ask him, God, I want to want you. Yeah. Will you help me to want to want you? And I was like, oh, duh. Like that's such a simple prayer. Right. And I mean, for sure he's going to answer that. Exactly. I mean, I started praying that and I felt myself looking forward to getting up in the morning, looking forward to opening his word and going, what are you going to say to me today? Like there was an anticipation for it. And so like, I'm just getting goosebumps right now. It's like, he wants to, he's like, yes. Oh yes. I want to be with you. I'm going to answer that prayer. Yeah. And I think that's the same with all of the, the different ways we connect with the Lord. Like maybe you have been trying to read the word in your quiet time and it feels kind of blah, but you would just we you can ask the lord and i think we do we forget that to say god i want to be in your word you show me what i should be reading you show me um a book or where where i can really find you today you know my life you know what i'm struggling with and i'm asking for you just to make it real obvious to me what i can study um, and I and he's going to show up yep. every time, right? Yep. Because he loves us and he loves speaking to us. Um, and so I think that kind of goes back to what you were saying originally is we do need to be intentional about carving out some time. Right. So I think we have so much flexibility, but I think if I, and I know this for me too, if, I, if I'm if i not intentional about making some time for him, mm-hmm. then it ju- I just never seem to get around to it, right. even if I want to, yep. you know. And I, somebody had suggested um, having, carving out at least 10 um, non-negotiable minutes is what they called it. So, so just 10 minutes. And so when I did that, I actually started getting in a routine and they also suggested praying that God would wake you up so that you would want to get up and have mm-hmm. time with Him. And so I thought, well, I, that's me because I don't want to get up. Like right. I, I want to sleep as long as I can. And so I did. And so I was just naturally waking up at six. That's amazing. And then, I mean, and who thought it could be that easy when you struggled so long? Question for you. Was it the exact same 10 minutes every day? So no, I was waking up. So yes, that I I was waking up like at six, mm-hmm. and then it could be ten or ten more, or it could be any kind of amount of time. Okay, but I was making an effort to get out of bed and put him first, and then he was just showing up in a big way. Yeah, and so it may or may not have have been thirty minutes, mm-hmm. um, but I think in my mind I thought, no, this is what I'm committing to the Lord is mm-hmm. that. For sure, it needs to be 10. But maybe if I go on vacation, right, that's going to look very longer. different. Yeah. And so everybody's up and there's everybody in the hotel room. So I would at least say, okay, I need at least 10 minutes before we go to just kind of get centered with the Lord and have a quick prayer. And of course, it looked very different. Yeah. But I think there was something, you know, you do that with relationships, just like you were talking about. You make your relationships you care about a priority. Yes. Something. Okay, God, you see that this room is crowded full mm-hmm. of people, but let me sneak away and let me just talk to you and just prepare me for my day yeah. because I want you to know that I, you know, I love you and I love spending time with you. Yes. So, um, but I did want to get to um, a few practical ways. Yeah. So, uh, the, we, I think we've kind of talked about some yes, of the practical ways yeah. too. So, a scripture that I actually just heard this morning, God okay. is so funny, is Psalms 100 and then verse four. And it says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Yeah. And so, to, for me, that's one of the best ways yeah. to start. Um, it doesn't have to be a full 10 minutes, but yeah. just to acknowledge, I think before when maybe when I was growing up, I would just open up my Bible and start reading it. Yes. And now 
I just think, God, I love you. And I do open it up with praise. That's think, so good. I love you. You're holy. You've been so good to me. I'm so thankful for your grace. Yeah. And I want to spend some time with you. I want to hear from you. Um, and then I think from there, it can go a lot of different ways. But I think putting on your list, starting it with just some praise out loud, yeah. I think it really matters. Um, you know, there's times where we have we pray kind of in our head, but especially in the morning and I'm first yeah. waking up, it's really important for me to say those words out loud and put it in the atmosphere. Yeah. I love you. You mean the world to me. I know you are here. You are faithful. I'm going to trust you today. And I think kind of making those declarations like that is, um, it really fills your spirit. I yeah. mean, I'm doing it for the Lord, but I really get a lot out of it. That's so good. I think another practical thing, at least for me, is kind of having a place where yeah. you go. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think I have some friends who have like closets that they go to. Yeah. Um, I don't personally have a closet, but I have a favorite place that I like to sit in my house. Mm -hmm. And I'll get up. And I, I heard someone say one time, like, prepare the area the night before. And so, you know, like in the winter— I know that area is going to be a little bit chilly, so I'll have my little space heater there and a blanket next to me. And so I get up and I go get my coffee first thing, and I go and sit in my spot, and I have my whatever I want to have just ready, right, ready to go there. That's another practical tip is just kind of knowing this is where I'm going to be. This mm -hmm. is my spot, and I have everything I need right here. Right. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm going to have to look at my notes. So one of the things, um, the practical things I had was obviously to just do some, you know, to do prayers, to mm -hmm. ask the Lord to help you or to help your people, you know, yeah. people that the things that you're worried about. Um, but also kind of going back to that laying your burdens for the day yeah. to say, Lord, this meeting is making, you know, I'm worried about it. Or I have to visit my mom in the hospital. This yeah. cancer thing is, you know, and all of those things. um, and, and we all know that you don't just, you know, feel completely better all of a sudden. Right. Um, all the time. But just to acknowledge, God, you know today's a heavy day. Yeah, this is what's weighing on yeah. me. And so yeah. I, I'm going to need you all today, um, you know, and, and just to invite him into your problems. Yes. I, I don't think we realize how much. I mean, if you think about a father mm -hmm. and if you think about your own kids, how much if they are struggling, you want to help them. You, and you want to hear about it. Yes. You want to talk to them. You want to work it out with them. Mm -hmm. And you want to give them the advice on the best way to handle this, yes. you know, to say, Cheryl, I know you keep going now this direction, but it's not making you happy. Right. You know, I have something better for you. And I find that the Lord, even when I'm totally going the wrong way, He still is very gentle with me oh, because yeah. He loves me so yeah. much. And He's like, this is better for you, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm I'm wanting to head you a different direction. So I think um, being intentional to kind of lay all that stuff at His feet is yeah. also just a really good, you know, practical kind yeah. of tip that, that I had. Um, the last thing that I do that I think um, I just think everybody should do is when I'm worshiping the Lord, you know, and I have a few minutes, and depending, I don't get to do it every day, but um, I really try to imagine that I'm going up to the throne room of God, right? Yes. And we have scripture that describes his throne. Yep. Yep. So you can read like Revelation 4 or 5, and mm -hmm. you can picture his throne. And I, I mean, and I do in my imagination, I picture going before him, and it really kind of changes everything. Everything. Yes, it does. Because I do that. I do that too. That's funny. When I can feel yeah. myself in His presence, 
um, sometimes, you know, something really great happens or he, I may hear him say something, mm-hmm. but a lot of times it's just being there mm-hmm. and just acknowledging you are the Lord God Almighty. You are enthroned on the praises of your people. And here am I, you know, and I'm always like maybe on my knees or like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm at the steps and he's up, you know, so yep. high. Yep. Um, and then I'm just, I'm just acknowledging who we are and how much I love him and how holy he is. Yeah. And really that sets you up for the rest of your day. It really when does. You can take a minute and realize the holiness, the majesty of the Lord, his goodness and how much he loves us, mm-hmm. how much he cares about us. Um, it really can shift everything, I think, for you. And it just puts everything into perspective. Maybe yeah. you're meeting, maybe the cancer diagnosis, right? Mm-hmm. All of that. It it just kind of gives it um a cleaner perspective. Yeah. So I I think that visualization is very helpful. I also do that. I had a friend tell me one time when she goes into prayer, she it's like she runs as fast as she can visually to the Father, and she gets to him as fast as she can, and she plops herself down at his feet, and he's so big that she can't even see past his knees. Wow. And just— just thinking about that, mm-hmm. just knowing he's so big, I may feel like the problems that I'm dealing with are giant, and they may rightly be right. giant for me. I may be, faith, like you said, facing a, a diagnosis that is scary. But in comparison to him, there's just so much peace there knowing that I carry, am I here I am holding this diagnosis or this burden of some kind. Mm-hmm. But in comparison to him, it's so small. And like knowing that he sees me and he he's got it, that he's in control. There's just so much peace in that. Yeah. In yeah. just knowing he's carrying it for me and I don't have to carry it. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I do That's love wonderful. that visualization. That's a really helpful tip, Cheryl. Yeah. Um, so I think I just want to tell ask our listeners, right? Mm-hmm. Let's uh, kind of our takeaway mm-hmm. is to remember why we're doing it yeah. and how much the Lord wants to meet with us. Um, and maybe just to write down some very practical things about asking the Lord for a scripture, yeah. um, you know, imagining ourselves in front of the Lord, yes. laying our burdens down. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage our listeners to just do one of those. Be intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Ask the Lord to wake you up. Um, you know, it's not like he's waking up at four o'clock yeah. in the morning. I think it's he was so gracious to me when I yes. asked him to do that. It wasn't, you know, a crazy There's time. so many practical things. You, journaling is one we didn't mention. I mean, there's so many practical things that you can do, but just having that time with him. Yes. I mean... And I think, like you said, ask him. Yep. Say, God, okay, to, I want to we're want going to do this tomorrow. Yep. So I'm asking you just to bless it. Yep. Show me what it looks like for yep. us in our relationship right now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just want to bless our listeners as they um, maybe try something new with their quiet time. So I'm just going to pray over y'all. Wonderful. And um, so we'll go. Thank you, Lord, for um, just this time and just for revealing so much of how much you love us. So, Lord, we, we just bless anyone that's listening right now. We bless them, Lord, to have this really amazing quiet time with you, a time that could look different, um, but that they're just intentional to say, God, I want to spend time with you. I want to hear from you. I want you to direct my steps. Uh, So I'm asking just a blessing over their time. We ask that you would wake them up gently, that they would just feel excited to meet with you and to hear what you have to say, or even just to receive the peace that you offer us 
uh, during that time. So we thank you, Lord. We know you will show up. We know that you want to meet with each one of them. So we just ask uh, your favor on all of them. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Next week, join us for a special episode about how to put in a good word for Jesus. 